love and peace. Wait. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. You're in the dojo. I'm your homie, Young Content, the unofficial sensei of the culture, mastering youthful, youthfulness, contentment, NFTs, and the boys are back in town from their excursions. It's been a long three weeks. I am so happy that they're here in my present in the flesh, intact, their hairline still intact as well. What's going on, uh, gurus, Walshi, Metamori, Deadstock, holy smokes, episode number 56. I don't know, dude. I think my hairline's starting to work its way back a little bit. No, dude, <laughs> hell no. You, you have to preserve that at all costs with all the Ethereum in the world. It's been a long couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to comment on my hairline, but I am excited to be back. Dude, I'm excited <laughs> to see you guys. I, uh, uh, You guys keep me grounded in a wild world. I feel like I'm uh, in the forest, and uh, now I'm uh, back in the temple, and I can have a good conversation with some Jedi. Um, how, how's your mind? How's your energy chat? How are you guys doing? I know you guys are going crazy. Deadstock, how you doing, dude? You looking good. I uh, appreciate it, brother. Doing great. Happy to be back with the boys to uh, celebrate. I know it's basically been about a month. We've all been taking trips or busy doing our own thing. I know Walsh, we got a trip coming up. So, uh, you know, happy to continue to get together while uh, this semi-bear, semi-bull market continues in NFTs and crypto. And uh, we discuss it all. Well said. Uh, Metamori, we haven't disappeared in the bear market, dude. Can you believe it? We haven't just ghosted. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, I, but uh, I'm not in the least surprised. I knew we'd all be here, no matter what. Um, and I'm excited that we're back on the show. It's, I've missed you guys, and I'm looking forward to, been looking forward to hanging out, just talking shit with you guys about all the craziness that's been going on. <laughs> guys, can you hear Metamori? If you can raise your volume a little bit. I don't know, guys. If you hear Metamori, let me know in the chat. Um, please. But you're looking good, dude. You're looking very, very chic. Um, Walshi, how you doing, beloved? Um, how's Canada? How's Mooses? How's hunting? Well, it's not hunting season yet. That's in the fall, but Canada's good. We're starting to get some nice weather now. There's not snow all over the, all over the place. The snow's starting to melt in the woods, so pretty fired up to see the sun in the longer days uh it's like you were saying earlier i've got a trip planned this is going to be my first trip in like man it's going to be my first time off for that matter in over a year and a half Jeez, this man has not taken a day off not a day not literally not one day off in the last year and a half man, so people. it's been a long awaited vacation and i uh i can't wait to take a little break breathe some air see some things touch grass I've been touching some grass, but I mean, it'll be nice to get a few days off of the, uh, out of the metaverse. Wow. Shout out to Laura Zombie. She says, zap, zabity zap. Matt L says, looking forward to chilling with the gurus. It's been a minute. Kelsey White says, the boys are back in town. Cue the music, the rocks, the rocks song. Um, and Vela says, morning, my fave sensei and beloved guru. Walsh is in here as well. Sickle says, all smiles. Dwayne's world says, hey, hey. Um, yeah, you got a bunch of beautiful people in the chat. Chat is undefeated once again. Um, alpha plays only guys the cherry has changed to the shamrock the only way that the cherry comes back is if the celtics win uh the finals so i'm a huge basketball fan we all come from top shot in a sense metamore is a little frozen there but the cherry will come back don't get it twisted so it's coming back we're in the shamrock season now though um guys this is episode 56 it is titled fbi goblins 
and the current state of NFTs. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I guess we'll just let Walshi take it away with shout out to the podcast listener too, first and foremost, and the person that's watching on Twitch and we're playing, watching on YouTube again and, and get involved in the chat, ask your questions in the chat, engage. We, uh, we look at the chat, we answer questions, whatever you want to discuss, we will talk about in, in moderation. Uh, dude, what's up with the FBI moving into uh, NFTs, huh? Well, let's let's preface everything by uh, by this. While she is a huge fraud today, because my my background here is my my former ape number three eight one six, who is oh, no- yeah, you can't have that, sir. Um, please, sold please, re- please remove it. And um, on. Um, yeah, so I'll need a new background. <laughs> I'll be accepting applications for new backgrounds for next week, guys. And now Kubi can make a uh, double coda for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to do something. I can't continue life. He's going fraud. back to the Avastars. Oh, gee, dude. <laughs> I have on Twitter. I kind of yeah, alternate sure. on Twitter, but yeah, to answer your question about uh, FBI or uh, to, to cover the topic of FBI. Victory. The reason that's in the title is because we have a pretty interesting court case that's coming up. Victory. In, uh, I believe it's in New York. It's in like mm-hmm. the the, new, the Manhattan Department of Justice, I think, is the is the department that's doing the prosecution. Um, a former employee of OpenSea, Nate Chastain, uh, I think it was in 2021 when he was charged with insider trading. And it's recently been released that he's actually being charged with ri- wire fraud and money laundering. Jesus. And I don't know if, if like the insider trading is kind of compartmentalized within those two charges but th- this is all what's kind of unfolding with the the Nate Chastain debacle it's and going to be interesting to see how this plays out because it, it's going to be a, a very big precedent setting case uh, for web3 for for nfts for crypto for that matter so um, yeah I'm going to be watching and uh, and just seeing how things play out like I, I've been seeing my Twitter timeline filling up with people like wishing jail upon Nate and you know I, mm. that's not what I want to see happen no. I don't want to see any harm come on to uh, an individual who from what I know was uh, you know a, 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 he did his job well of course made some mistakes along the way but uh, yeah this case unfortunately it, it could it could set a bad precedent um, it, it might set a, a good precedent to where this kind of thing happens less and people are more aware of the, the repercussions but um, hopefully it doesn't set forth some type of new regulation that's going to affect the way that we buy and sell and trade NFTs and crypto moving forward. So that's kind of what's going on with the Nate Chastain situation. Uh, you, think he's, uh, you think he's going to snitch? You think he's going to be an inside informant, uh, Deadstock? Uh, you know what? I am not going to hold it against him. If he does whatever he needs to do, I'm not going to fake and act like crypto is the streets and he needs to act like some dude. He obviously is in a situation now where... Money isn't an issue, but now maybe his freedom will be. So we'll, we'll see what he does. And obviously this will play out. Um, what is interesting is obviously we're seeing that really he's getting in trouble and it looks like they're trying to make an example of like they will make an example of him over $40,000, which we know in the history of a lot of this stuff is really not that much. So they're, they're making it a point to do this so that everybody in crypto and outside of crypto um, are going to pay attention to it, uh, obviously. And it's not the only thing. I mean, we have people like you know, they're getting on Nate, but then you have people like Zagabon from Azuki who self-admittedly I'm, took praying, I'm praying for Cole too, bro. So, so much so money. 
Uh, you know what? People get old enough. They can make their own decisions. Cold knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. Um, I'll leave it at that. But um, but yeah, I don't wish any ill will on anybody. But you have people like Zagabon from Mizuki taking money from multiple projects and calling it a learning experience. You have, what's his name from FTX, uh, Sam, who has been for the past couple of years, literally been trading against his users. Um, even specific blockchains have been doing the same thing like EOS. So it's interesting that they choose Nate, but it's because, and it's my, this is my thoughts on it. They're choosing Nate because right now, if it wasn't for NFTs, crypto would be in a complete bear market, just like they have been over the past couple cycles. But because of NFTs, crypto is not in a bear market. Crypto may be in a bear market, but NFTs are not in a bear market at the moment. There are a few of them still striving. And obviously with goblins, and we'll talk about that stuff later, they know that in order to get people's attention at this juncture, you have to go after what people are doing and people are doing NFTs. And what is the biggest NFT marketplace? It's OpenSea. And who was connected to that, that was doing stuff quote unquote inappropriate Nate and so that's where we are yeah yeah we, we made some good points uh OpenSea NFTs are uh they don't act like crypto I know I've been through the through that two-year winter bear market and to go through that again thank god for NFTs they probably have saved the day for me in a sense uh have a little more joy here collecting art and uh things with utility so Great point. Metamori, what do you think about it? Can't Stop Mike says Nate Shitstain on uh, Beta TV. And also, guys, if you don't subscribe, <laughs> I have a new whole... Uh, if you subscribe, please unsubscribe and subscribe again because you'll see some new graphic design for subscribers and alerts, which is cool. Uh, it's a katana in there. So subscribe and unsubscribe just to see it. See if it works, please. Uh, Metamori, what do you think? Um, I think that the FBI are going after low-hanging fruit that's going to be a really easy dunk for them and give them the potential to use that as leverage. Um, I don't know what would come of that. I mean, even, even just the value to them of, you know, obviously Nate made a mistake. He even admitted he made a mistake. So that makes it an easy case for them to, to go after him. He's a big name in the space. He was in headlines. It makes sense for them to use him to send a message, but also um, not even from like a, a, a snitching point of view, but it, it also makes sense for them to go and have uh, these types of talks with somebody that is part of the community and would be aware of other people that have done shady things, are doing shady things. They'll probably use it as a way of learning more about the space whether it's through nate himself or through other people they connect to through that case um so um you know the things that pe choices people make do come full circle um and, and that's whether it's crypto or not it's just that crypto has been such a new space that a lot of people have felt safe as if nothing would ever happen if they do things because what they're you know, um, there's no technically no rules yet, or but it's we're still in a world where other people matter, and the assets that are, that they have matter regardless of whether there's something new or not. And so, you know, these types of things are going to play out, and people that have done wrong to others, I hope, will be brought to justice. Um, I think Nate's just probably the kind of the their way of getting their foot in the door and learning more about what's going on here. 
So we, so it was for only forty thousand dollars. That's about it. That, uh, or because I, I know, I don't know, I don't know the exact amount, but I, I would, I have heard people say numbers around forty, fifty grand. I don't know if that has been confirmed at all, or if it's just yeah, it's, people, it's 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 forty. That, but... yeah, it's forty. It wasn't okay. a whole lot of money. Like, I, th I think generally, so any, any of us that are bringing that up, that the reason for saying it is we all know that there are numerous founders that have, have rugged for massive amounts of money. And so it would make sense to us because of us knowing these types of things happening, that they would go after the, you know, the biggest hitters, the worst people. But I think that they don't know about those people. They don't have any idea who they are are they don't know anything about this space yet and they're just learning about it and nate was in headlines so they went after him guarantee you will start to see not a ton of people but you'll see a few people that were getting lost in the sauce with uh, their accounts because they have a ton of followers you will probably start to see some of these people just kind of fall off because they are either doing something similar you have to be on the radar though nate it's a perfect storm for him you know he I think uh, I have the thing right in front of me, you know, he was charged in New York 31 and it wasn't just for what they call insider trading. The specific language was uh, account, one count of wire fraud and one count of money laundering tied to the ability from insider trading. So those are the two counts that are actually going to take him to court and to see if they can get those to stick and whatever they plan to do. But um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, not a good situation I'm for start, him. We're starting yeah. to see influencers fall by the wayside now because they were, you know, they, they really can't, they don't, they don't have any uh, substance in the bear market. Um, we'll speak on goblins being that. Do you think, uh, guys, this insider trading, where's it coming from? Is it coming from influencers? Is it coming from VCs? Um, well, it's er early in case, information. In yeah, the case of Nate, what was happening is he was working on like the API of OpenSea, from what I understand anyways. So he was able to to find out what NFTs were going to be on the front page of OpenSea the following day or the following week or, or whatever it might be. So those NFTs that were gonna be featured on the front page who were paying for that basically ad space, they he was able to purchase those ahead of time and sell them on average for a, a three to eight X return over however long of a period of time until he was ousted by, uh, I forget what Twitter user it was. Zuwu, I think it was. Zuwu, yeah, it was one of the whistleblower accounts. Maybe it wasn't even a whistleblower account. It was just some dude or chick that, that found out what he was doing, traced all the wallets. And next thing you know, it's on like CoffeeZilla and these different YouTube accounts with, you know, a, a bunch of followers. So that's what was happening there. But like, as far as the, the wider realm of NFTs and NFT traders, I think that insider info can can happen in a whole lot of different ways. Like if you have these closed alpha groups or you have these these big influencer personalities coordinating a, a pump and dump, I'm not sure if that's insider trading or or if that's even a crime, but we we know this happens. We know for a fact this happens. Which which not not to name names, but I will name names. Uh, what was that one dude that was popular for a while? He's done really well in space. He's a young artist. He had that like trippy looking art. Um Danny Cole? It no. wasn't Danny Cole. No, 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 that, that, no, not Danny Cole. There was somebody out, Desario or something, Desario. What's the name, Desario? He, Dario. anyway. We'll yeah, say you know Dario. Dario, Dario, yeah, whatever. Um, he had Sorry, a Discord last year. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I like Dario, he's, he's chill, but 
he's a younger dude and he 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 did this last year in his discord he was having people um either pump pump and dump the artwork and just like hey guys you know i sell it to you for 0.4 you guys can flip it for point just doing all this like coordination shit which was like pretty sketchy and it didn't last long it was probably about two months worth but then he had to move on because he got called out on it but um there's there's different levels to this like walsh said and it doesn't matter who you are if you get information early just like nate you can front run and if you're in a position of um authority like nate was when you're in charge of the biggest marketplace for nfts and the amount of money that's going through it then again just like walsh said they're going to make an example of you and uh and they'll, they'll go after you even if it's only you know for for forty thousand or 20 eth worth yeah i mean i i've put myself in his shoes and i've thought like man imagine working for for open the founders who aren't really necessarily doing much of the work are making like hundreds of millions of dollars in uh you know in fees and you're sitting back there doing all of the work on the UI, all the interface and all that. And, you know, the, you can supplement your income a little bit by, by buying these NFTs that you know are going to be featured on the front page a couple of days early. <laughs> it's not like it's a decision that, that none of you would make. I'm sure if in the same circumstances, some of you would have made the same decision, maybe not even realizing that it's insider trading. Um, in his case, though, he should have known. And I'm sure that they were documents signed and uh, you know contracts, all that kind of good stuff, uh, warning against it before it happened. So, you know, a guy smart enough to do that probably knew better. Yeah. Speaking of warnings, a uh, huge tip for uh, new users, the layman person that just got into NFTs: if people are hosting Twitter Spaces talking about revamping old art and having historical art, uh, most likely that's going to be a pump and dump. Uh, just look at Crypto Skulls and how that happened. And I was in crypto schools when it was in the beginning, before the pump and dub action of influencers. Before so, Gary V. Before Gary V. So you hey. just you be careful on Twitter Spaces when they're shilling like a big like a thousand, a group. Uh, you might be the uh, exit liquidity for them. <laughs> Facts. Uh, Metamori. Hey. Any hey. famous pump Are and there... dumps you remember? Like Nate shit. Uh, shit I mean, uh, Christine. <laughs> um. No, I I don't I don't like calling out stuff like that. But, but I do. I, it does happen. It definitely happens. There are influencers, and I do think in in some cases, at times it it has somewhat appeared to happen organically. In some cases, where there's just like people are flocking to something because of the volume. So some of it is our undoing in how we we chase volume when, especially in a, in the bear. And so that happens too, where people are just chasing volume and following. And it's just like a crowd running around blindly chasing gains. Yeah, I think that brings this us, us into our next topic. Goblins, you could say people are blindly chasing games. games. Some people, they, I feel like it's theatrical theater. They have a great marketing presence um shout out to the homie steve harvey and big daddy they have uh they they're they diamond handing those um did you how guys may, miss the goblins it? at all what you guys think what's the overall sentiment it's it seems like it's the dogecoin of uh this nft stuff it's just there there's no roadmap it's just a meme it's a statement that's it dude it's a meme and you know what i saw goblins at half of eth and i was like no way am i buying this but then <laughs> I, I tuned into some of their Twitter spaces 
And the one thing I have to say is like, people are having a lot of fun with the whole goblin thing. I don't know how long it's gonna last for, like it, it very well could blow over in the next couple months. It, it might not, people might just run with it, but like, yeah, just because it's kind of hated on doesn't mean that it's not gonna have legs. And uh, the, the meme is real. Like if, if, if you look at any of the goblin owners that are that are active, with the community like they speak in absolute gibberish in some sort of a weird font that you can't really make out but it works like it fits the narrative people are having fun with it it's spreading like wildfire so like i don't have any i wish i would have grabbed some to i i would definitely be selling into this pump personally but um yeah i don't know dude i don't know what to think about it maybe i'm just a little bit out I mean, of Farouk touch Farouk changes his profile nicole barnum Changes they're just right they're they're just riding the wave right, right? Okay. they are not they are not leaders in this let's let's i will be very should clear I, about should that I not worship them neither um, of them okay i mean it's a, it's <laughs> it's up to you it's a free it's a it's a free country so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah he's right though i mean if you look at it uh just like Walshy said I, I saw them when they were low when they were like 0.1.2 and i'm just like not in a buying mode so i just haven't been paying attention i mean if I really was buying stuff right now, I probably would have bought some, but then I probably would have bought some other projects that would have done shit, but this would have made up for it. And just like Walsh, she said, I probably would have only bought maybe two or three, and I definitely would have been selling into the pump. I probably would have sold one around three ETH or four ETH just to get profit and uh, and probably end up with another like one or two. Um, but again, it does hit the nail in the head with, it's a different type of art, different type of, you know, they don't have any discord. They're not going with the same bullshit. You know, they broke from that mold. And so they're just having fun in spaces. And it's really just, again, what I can give to it is the community kind of pushing this forward. So, I mean, we've, we've watched them rise from 0.1 to where they're at like six and a half. I think they touched nine at one point, but they're, they're on like six and a half ETH, I think at the moment. And, um, and we'll see how long it lasts because if there's one thing we know is there will always be another project that is going to do this. And um, as we've learned with Azuki, you know, even when people feel there's a top tier team and they're going to do some great stuff, and you get a really cool jacket. I'm not knocking Azuki. Yeah, you got to some some goblin owners have to be on edge with the Azuki thing too, because it could shoot to thirty ETH. But damn, like that, I think we are grow. I think we're learning or evolving where it's like, yo, well, let's not bring a project with no Discord to thirty ETH real quick, because anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Are I mean, at that point, you think it's Zagabond that did. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh. It would be imagine so that. funny. This man has two successful projects in a row, and then when people find out that she's just going to drop again, oh, it's going to be so funny. I mean, it would actually be, be appropriate because thing. of the way the space is. And, and it really uh, I mean, they are goblin, goblin town, man. Yeah, oh, bro, it really would be goblin. People would be selling left and right. I mean, even even if we looked at what Azuki and all that stuff was doing at the moment, does anybody know what Azuki's at? It's at eleven. Right. I just checked it out when you guys brought it up. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's been chilling around between 10 and 12. And, uh, but we're talking about something that had a height of around 30, 25, 25 to 30. So that's, I wouldn't say it's even recovering. It's, this is where it's at. And so this is what, just like Cool Cats, people were not pleased with the game. It dropped down to where it's at. And now that's where it's at. Like the, the market speaks for itself. I'm surprised that Azuki's at what it's at right now, because I look at something like Clonex with like, you know, the Nike acquisition, the forging events coming up. It's only at like 12.8. So like to be at 11 in this kind of a market, I don't know how that's even so. Like it's it's right. kind of baffling, but uh, people uh, a lot of people holding. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people holding. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be intelligent to hold. Uh, Metamori, what are you what are you thinking about uh, 
uh, just this whole goblin's movement. Are you buying derivatives, hot potato stuff? Uh, no, I haven't really been buying much at all. I've been just sitting back observing. And I've been focusing on on some other work and, and some other ideas and things in the background and um, as well as just to, to actually touching grass more a lot more often and, and exercising more regularly so I've been kind of observing the space and feeling like uh, they're just watching how things are and how these projects behave in these in these conditions because I'm I'm happy with where, where I'm at for the moment I love that. That's exactly. Actually, Don Donman said today on his story says, "When I don't know anything, I just go back to balance." So you're the essence of balance. Uh, there will always be another play. Uh, there will always be another meta, uh, like you guys say. And uh, what? How should people uh, pounce on this or, or make gains? Like how, how? What? What does one have to do to make point one turn to ten ETH? You know, I, I say invest in the shit you believe in and be patient the shit the, it, 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 things don't change in two weeks especially on your conviction play mm -hmm. in this kind oh, of a market man, man like <clears throat> i don't even really know this is my first time actually being an active trader and uh in this type of market i can't i can't front and say that i've been here before because i haven't so i'm just kind of learning as i go i'm trying to figure out ways to make money right now personally it's not it's not in nfts because I don't like the detach that we've seen from uh, NFT pricing and crypto pricing. Like previously, if we saw ETH go down this drastically, right, we would have seen NFTs move up because the US dollar value normally kind of fluctuates with where ETH's pegged at, but we're not seeing that this time. So personally, I, I don't really know what that means, but what I'm doing to risk manage is I'm, I'm keeping more of my money in ETH and doing more liquidity pooling I'm, I'm doing more lps so like i'm i'm making money in in DeFi. i've also lost some money in DeFi, but overall i'm making money in DeFi. DeFi summer yeah i mean and again like where did meme coin season go like we had we had this whole shit coin season that happened last time around when the market flipped and we didn't really see that this time so i'm just kind of observing learning things learning how to do more DeFi stuff and uh hopefully my nft bags will will pick up again but like having said all that it's still probably a good time to go into acquisition mode and, and try to pick up some stuff cheap if you do believe in nfts long term which if you're here you probably do <laughs> well well put well put ap on that one Alpha plays only. um if you guys haven't seen those humans of huxley i know Envela is in here and matt l matt l you're a great ambassador for huxley i heard you speak on twitter spaces uh, to uh, Wicked's mom, Wicked Bullish's mom. She's bullish on Huxley now. Uh, the Huxley robots look good. The humans, uh, the details, the way he's using a Blender and Photoshop to get those surrealistic sands and rust uh, on that uniform. Uh, the women avatars on Huxley look good as well. So shout out to Huxley. I, you get a free Huxley human for one robot, a pegged one-to-one. -one. And uh, they're gonna be doing some cool stuff in NFT NYC uh you know metamori everyone uh knows that you're a huxley maxi so they uh hold your bags because i think when you sell everyone else is selling <laughs> oh no i'm not selling any huxley i um 
I'm really excited about what they're what they're building out. I'm stoked to see the the humans, and um, yeah, I've got a feeling that there's going to be some su surprises in store for us. That they're they just seem to think outside the box. And I think they're. You see that game? Some, some interesting stuff. Yeah, that game looks amazing. I can't wait to try it. The granted, it's surface level, and some people were hating on it that it was just like, oh, anyone could build a sandbox shooter like that and just display it. I'm like. Give Ben some credit. He's worked on AAA titles. I think what's what's interesting, it's just crazy when people criticize someone like Ben, in my opinion, because if you look at what he is, the amount of stuff he is creating himself is extremely impressive. And to say that like one aspect of it in and of itself isn't exciting, just doesn't make sense. Um, I, I think it's it, especially considering it's a pre-alpha. It's obviously going to be the foundation of something much bigger. So I don't see the point in criticizing something that's just meant to be a teaser. Yeah, and it looks amazing anyway. It looks amazing just for a teaser. Yeah, it's going to be great. What do you guys think about that gameplay trailer, Deadstock? Walsh, did you see it? I did. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Go ahead, Walsh. Oh no, sorry about I was just saying yeah, I did, stuff I did like see that the in this market. You want to see people really building. You want to see progress. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be everything just promises. Um, obviously with uh Ben's pedigree and his experience and history of what he's done, we're really not even concerned about this stuff. We know to just let him do his thing, just like Hugo, and uh and we should be very pleased with the results. I mean, again, some of this stuff if uh if it were to go to zero, like we enjoy Huxley. We like the comic. We like what Ben has been able to do, and I'm sure we'll enjoy the game. Um, you know, and go from there. It seems like the other side of land is is a nice, stable coin. You know, it's holding nice and stable in the bear. It's pretty awesome to see Yuga Land other side holding nice and stable. Like you could just uh, hedge on that one alone. It stayed pretty steady between <clears throat> like 2.8 and three three and a quarter. Is where the overall floor seems to be kind of varying between um i think the codas are around like i don't know my offers on my coda range from like 18 to, to 21 ETH. so i'd assume that means the floor is around 20 20 to 21. yeah i think uh floor is 19 for codas and with the weapon it's like 26 or 27. yeah mine's on like mine was on my biogenic swamp land or whatever so maybe that's why the offers are a little higher but true um yeah, man, they are holding pretty stable. I, I've got another project that I'm into called Kaiju Kings. They're they're an older, not older, but like they came out a while back, and somehow they've been kind of holding stable as well, even yeah, in this market. Nine, right? Well, point nine is like what the if it, it's kind of like the Kong's ecosystem. They kind of made alterations to the Kong's ecosystem, but went with the same thing with like you have a Genesis. It gains tokens. You use the tokens to make a baby. But what they've done is they've built out on that and they're like gamifying uh, what the different tokens can do. They've, like, they've added more tokens other than just like the the R waste, which is the banana of the Kaiju Kings ecosystem. They have a whole game coming out. So they, they took what they liked and they're adding more. But yeah, the, the babies are staying steady at between 0.8 and like just under one ETH. And the Genesis of which there are only 3,333 or something like that. They've been steady at around like, you know, 4.8 to five and a half ETH. So pretty impressive in this market where a lot of things, even blue chips are down like 
I know my ape, for all kinds of reasons beyond the market, was was down substantially. But I mean, like ApeCoin had to be factored into that. The land claim had to be factored into that. Had I not sold my land and left that unclaimed, you know, that would have added probably pretty good value onto that ape. But yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I noticed too in this game, and if we're if we're going to get back into the bull market. A lot of people are speculating, and this is our next topic, the current state of NFTs. Uh, we kind of touched it in this whole episode, but you know, some people say ETH 2.0 is a big factor for us to uh, climb out of this uh, mini bear. Uh, some people are speculating that it comes in August, you know, upgrades, proof of stake instead of proof of work, um, you know, less uh, energy consumption, better security. Also, uh, you got people like Dr. Disrespect moving into the game with his midnight society release coming in July. You know, when you have a man like Dr. Disrespect that moves into NFTs, he's getting a lot of hate from the cynical gaming community. Not all of them are cynics and live in their mom's basement, but you know, uh, I feel like the NFT community has to support, um, Dr. Disrespect on here, uh, reading his interview on Forbes. He seems very bullish encouraged and he wants to do right. Some people calling it microtransactions. We know that NFTs aren't microtransactions. It gives you full ownership of your assets. Metamori, what you think? You think Dr. Disrespect moving in is, is going to be healthy for us to get out of the bear? Um, I don't know how he'll affect the bear, but I do. I like Doc. I think he's an incredible entertainer. I think he loves playing games. He's a gamer. He lo- You can tell he loves to have fun and that he Seems loves like a good to person. have like he just seems like a cool dude and he seems like somebody that enjoys having a good time and having fun online playing cool games the you know i i feel like regardless of how the market responds that he's going to be trying to build out something that is entertaining and enjoyable um i'm probably not gonna like go crazy on on his project and ape on it or something but I'll, i'll definitely want to see what he's building and and be part of that just because i've I've been a uh a follower of his his channel for a long time and he definitely uh, out of the different streamers and you know entertainers that i know of i look up to him and as what he's uh, accomplished and you know his vision so he seems to be to me a very unique and visionary person I, i think he would build out something different yeah, there, there's YouTubers that are making videos against them and against the entire NFT market saying, haha, I told you this market would burn. And I'm like, people hate are, NFTs. That's just very weird. That's just, people hate NFTs. God almighty. Like, it's, it's ramping up out there on YouTube. When, when NFTs start to struggle or like, for example, when Seth Green lost his ape, instead of people being empathetic and compassionate about somebody who had basically just had a you know a quarter million dollars stolen from them they went right to like ha ha stupid fucking nfts like you deserve it for for doing such you know collecting such a dumb thing it's like whoa man people with big followings on youtube are going out of their way just to like trash seth green uh because they don't like nfts for whatever reason if it's because you know jealousy because they're barely scraping by or whatever i don't know i don't get it because i've no will will. their narrative you know different shit ego no will will on anybody i mean they're gonna have to eat a lot of crow you know when this uh stuff gets mainly adopted you know say a watcher comes out and ubisoft 
you know, you know, and, and, and it's really popular. You know, the thing about Dr. Disrespect's game is he's giving you an option to play the game for free without NFTs. There's no problem with that. You can still play the game. You can still have your experience. I just, I just don't understand the, the, the ill will there, but we, you know, this is a new technology. People, it's like being your grandma and saying, don't use your credit card to buy stuff. Use checks. It's old school. It's just a fear of the unknown. Uh, Laura Zombie says, correction, stupid <laughs> people hate NFTs. Uh, people don't hate <laughs> NFTs, they hate the community, damn. Well, they they don't know the dojo and they don't know Deadstock, Wall Street, and Metamorph. Uh, the, they mm. feel threatened by NFTs. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to break that psychology down, but it's just it's just part of new technology, guys. This is the wave. This is what happens all the time. Other than that, the current state of NFTs in my realm um, is beautiful. Shout out to the... Uh, the, the projects that are still building the gutter cats the cool cats the fucking board apes yuga lands ape fest probably will be a movie uh there's going to be a lot of camaraderie in that you guys got to give it a chance go out to the ntmc and mingle and have a drink you'll you'll understand that this is not a toxic community just a to couple toxic people maury has a project that he he really enjoys that's doing well talk about what it, is maury. it talk about it i want to hear which Give one? us an update on chimpers. Chimpers. No, chimpers. I love chimpers. I I <laughs> I must admit, like uh, it's made. Like, I just the art is super nostalgic, and and not just the little chimpers characters, but the uh, the other um, boring bo board eight chronicles uh, art and the the story that they do. I just I just really like it and. I remember when they did their very first drop at the time, it was just a bit ex expensive for me and I, I didn't have the ETH and passed on it. And I really regret doing that because I always loved that art. And so it ended up getting some of the books, uh, it was a couple months ago and um, flipped a few and then mint, uh, minted a couple of chimpers. And I, re I, I was excited because I got lucky with uh, one of them. It has the um golden meow meow cap it's like a, a golden cat hat and um but yeah I, I just like what they're building out i think that they from hearing them in spaces and and the different um research that i've done um obviously make sure to do your own research before you buy anything whether it be chimpers or any other nft it's um they just sound like they have a big vision and they they have a diverse group within their team that have worked uh, on different types of mediums and they're you know they're they're interested in taking their time to build out a really compelling story and an enjoyable experience so i'm i'm happy to just ride their ride that wave and and see what happens and and see what where the um chimp verse takes us <laughs> Yeah, the art is project I'm looking the art. What are you saying, Washi? I was just going to say, sorry about that, bud. There's a there's a project I'm kind of looking forward to from a, a Twitter personality that I that I follow, mm. and it's going to be called Waziverse by uh, Inverse Bra is involved. If you guys follow oh, Inverse, Inverse Bra, Bra. yeah, nice. uh, he's who you call on when somebody gets ratioed on Twitter, and he'll snapshot it and share it with his hundred and fifty thousand followers. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they have the Waziverse coming out. I think it was supposed to launch today, but it looks like they're delaying things by at least 48 hours. What is the Waziverse? 
basically like I don't I haven't been following him long enough to understand the lore, but he kind of speaks in his own dialect. And uh, yeah, you'd have to follow his account to really understand what I mean by that. But he speaks in his own dialect and he has these little kind of like Pepe creatures, but they're all these little miniature, cute, little sad looking guys that uh, are uh, anthropomorph. They're they're like uh, human versions of different animals. So you got your Pepe. It looks like they got like a little bear, a couple other different things. And uh, just being that he's involved, um, I, I think that's enough for me to be interested and want to get in. Nice. So that's one that I'm going to be watching out for in uh, in a time where I'm not really so the, high on, on buying new NFTs. Did the Alluvium land sale happen today? I got an email about it, but I don't click links in my email. So, and again, like I say, I'm not investing heavy in NFTs right now, but I do think it did happen today. And I also noticed that uh, ILV was trending on DEX tools as like one of the highest volume coins for the day so it would make sense if that were true wow yeah i feel like alluvium was a you know close to my heart it was a for a long time for not for me not to invest in the land it says a lot but i think there's a lot of opportunity in that i'd probably let it settle down um, you still have money locked up in the, the staking yeah. pool same i got like 100 days to go and by then it'll probably be at zero but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> you'll still have it though you'll own it you can hold it until it oh, i'll still up. have the five and a half coins i just might not have any <laughs> it might not be worth anything we'll see um uh apecoin just tweeted out uh it'll be quick but a new proposal is up aip 41 and mm -hmm. uh keep apecoin within the ethereum ecosystem yuga stated in a tweet that they believed ApeCoin needed to move to its own chain in order to scale. We at the ApeCoin DAO believe that for at least the time being, ApeCoin should remain within the Ethereum ecosystem and not migrate elsewhere to an L1 chain or side chain not secured by Ethereum. And for obvious reasons, obviously a migration of that sort would probably end up being something costly, detrimental. risky, detrimental, a lot, a lot of risk, a lot of moving parts in it. And if it's not thoroughly considered or executed, it could really result in probably catastrophic loss for a lot of us if not worse i don't know any merge like i don't know any project that's gone to a, a layer two or a different chain that's that's done well like look at yeah. for example cyber kongs and that could have been other factors at play but when cyber kongs launched their game and did it on l2 i noticed a huge dip in their pricing which Ooh. means people aren't interested in l2 right They're, they no they didn't like it so <laughs> they stopped uh, being part of that community and, and sold cheap so I, I, that's what my fear was with anything ape-related going to its own chain. A, a, a big part of the value in NFTs and crypto is that it's on a desirable chain. Like people want to be on the Ethereum blockchain, hence the fucking gas prices. If they wanted to be on L2 where the transactions are free, they could fucking be there, but nobody's collecting that stuff, you know? And, and if they are, that's great, but they're not making the returns that we have in the past couple of years. It's because we were, in, we were in the right place at the right time, collected the right things on the right chain. This is the way. That's the yeah, way. correct. This is the Especially way. Especially with, uh, we were, we, I mean, uh, you mentioned ETH 2.0 earlier, and um, we don't know exactly when that's going to completely roll out, even though they have kind of a time frame for it. But, I mean, even if we go back to the mint of the other side land and even Vitalik's take on it, um, yeah, just wouldn't be smart to try to move over to an, to an L2 at the moment. Just let things ride out, keep rocking out. And, I've got and a go question for you guys. 
yeah. for the beacon chain, like for, for when ETH 2.0 starts to, to roll out or whenever we get a little bit closer to that, I've been looking at the uh, running a node. Uh, you guys have any thoughts about like running an ETH node? The, the returns are way too low for me right now. Like I wouldn't be locking 32 ETH up for 5%, not a chance. I can make that mm -hmm. in, in a week. Mm -hmm. But uh, in in the event that it, it looks as though the APYs are going to go up to like, say, say if the APYs are estimated 10 to 15% uh, percent APY, would you guys entertain the idea of running an ETH node and locking up 32 ETH or more? I would definitely consider it. Um, how long is the lockup period again? Like two years? I think it's like indefinite. <laughs> like uh, people's money that's locked up right now. I don't think they can get that out until after ETH 2.0 goes live. Yeah, correct. It's, yeah, it's it's ETH two. Like it's not it's not the same ETH. I mean, honestly, from my perspective, like you said, even if it was 10, 15 percent, 32 ETH, I could probably do more with that um, in in LPing, honestly. But if I had it, if I had so much ETH. Like I like for instance, say I sold an ape like you did, and then I had ETH sitting. I might consider just throwing it there because it would be 32 ETH that would continue to grow on top of itself, but also just ETH that I would never touch, you know, until it was unlocked. But um, but it is, it's a what, what do they call it? Risk reward or uh, opportunity risk. So that that would, that would be my only concern on it. Does it come with some cool merch? It comes yeah. with a cool, like you get some cool features with it. You don't get any merch with it, but I mean, what you do get is you, and I'd have to dive into this and give you specifics, but um, I think you get some sort of say as to how things get carried out on the blockchain and you might awesome. be able to influence. Yeah, like you might be able to influence your own transactions somehow um, mm. to get your transactions um, loaded onto a block quicker Jeez. and get priority kind of deal yeah only gotta pay only gotta pay 32 ETH fuck it damn I'm so disconnected with the DeFi thing uh NFTs have enraptured my whole life and my consciousness dude I just don't know anything else but NFTs yeah. at this point thank you for the balanced perspective Metamore are you gonna do a node if it doesn't come with a hoodie that says node across the chest I, I just don't see the point Jeez. Yo, the you lads are in the outfit. building. Shout out to the lads. OVOT oh. in our vibe, our tribe. I see Prodigy says, yo, what's up? Prodigy is a legend in the lad city. Christopher. Also, mm -hmm. I wanted to get to the comment here. Rocky James says, like, imagine us. He says, Dr. Disrespect is, is on the right path because because at his NFTs will be usable skins in video game. Yeah, we, we want to own our assets all the time. Uh, I want to be able to sell you as young content, my young content. Call of Duty flower vest so you can wear it. You understand? Limited supply one day. I'm just dreaming big. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, Metamori, you need the merch with the note. Oh, so actually, I just <laughs> uh, just came in. I uh, reached out to Vitalik and you will get one Vitalik outfit. It'll be like pajamas, like a, like a onesie, pink, pink pants, and uh, maybe like a purple shirt with a unicorn or a onesie. Um, Really cool stuff. I don't want to brag, but more, you know, you'll hook it up. What about a butt plug with what a about, tail on it? What no, about save that for grandma. Okay. The, ba the bear suit. Oh, the bear suit. <laughs> the bear suit. <laughs> if I can one get that soon. bear suit as, as a one of one, then I'll get a node. Vitalik is, uh, Vitalik, I guess, is, is leading the charge against death. Like he's, he's really diving into the, the longevity stuff and, uh, exploring possibilities to uh hopefully extend human life 
I don't know how he's doing this or if he's investing in, in companies that are doing this, but I, I, I think that's interesting. You read that in an article, dude? Yeah, and I've heard him speak about it like numerous times. It's like one of the things that, that he finds interesting beyond blockchain tech, and that is uh, longevity. He, he compares death to like this, this dark force that is coming for our parents and our grandparents and one day for us that he doesn't, he finds it almost offensive that nobody's doing anything about it. I think that's Richard Hart kind of, is a big proponent uh, on uh, yeah, it's so Sci-Fi. funny. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. He, uh, I mean, he did just last year raise twenty-seven plus million for the um, Sense Corporation, which is literally their whole, um, their whole focus is literally life longevity, eliminating like the top killers, extending everyone's life. So that that is funny that a lot of these people. Well, I can't even say a lot of these people. That two people. That have been very successful in the space are actually looking to do and continue to do noble efforts towards uh stuff outside of the space which you know what's the point of having all this wealth if you don't even have your health yeah so. we just can't fight over toilet paper beloveds we just cannot do it yeah just use okay. your hand as a scoop oh it's, it's man. crazy the technology that's out there because I, I heard that they there was a some scientists that they i can't remember the specific procedure that they did that they were able to basically turn back the clock on uh for some for for some rats and made made their cells younger probably stem cell stuff maury was it it was something else i think it started with a k i hadn't heard it heard from heard of it before and um but it was just interesting it was uh there was a particular talk that i heard recently discussing the different um advances regarding longevity and the things that are, are they're trying to be done and that there are there are actually numerous scientists that, that think that we will those of us alive now have the potential to live longer than any generations have before and that some of us alive today could be among the first to to not die and that would allow us to better explore the universe and expand out to other planets because if we're not restricted by age and time we could explore the universe much much better speaking of exploring the universe shout out to the stepping community stepping community we have in the dojo uh Doan, special k roger sterling uh they're going hard on the step in even though it did get a pullback but you understand bitcoin dominance is up you're gonna get a pullback in all your altcoins stay the course if you really believe in the market they they have a i believe scholarship program coming out um the guy seems really smart that he's kind of learned from the tokenomics of axie and the mistakes there so hopefully step in you know it's creating a more healthy environment here i think move to earn is 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 pretty uh innovative and just as play to earn it will be innovative and cook to earn who knows what kind of and people will tokenize the world one step at a time, but it's nice to see Steppen doing that, that uh, bringing in the revolution. Hopefully it's sustained, I believe. I am still, I still want play to earn to succeed very, very badly. The issue that I see is that we've yet to really see a, a, a very long lasting play to earn um, ecosystem. Uh, I think Axie did a really good job at it for a while, and then I, I don't really know how the wheels fell off. Like, I don't know what in what well, they, actually they, it was that caused it, if it was the multi-accounting or if it was... 
you know it, it was a few things i mean it, it was them i mean obviously it's been around for over four years now so they had to adjust the economy they did get hacked and then they had some other other shit like you were mentioning too that just uh it's weird trying to balance that stuff I and mean, we, we saw it on a smaller scale with crypto blades like you know once things blow up where do you go to make sure that you're providing value but at the same time not fucking over the whole economy someone says and there that, was no cap on axie i mean crypto kitties too i mean that got yeah. hell exploited by by people that are now some of the best devs in the bnft space yeah um, true like guys like kai gani were able to crack the genetics code and then from there people were able to like mass produce the the newest and the most rare crypto kitties on a mass scale in uh, like little breeding groups before any of us were ever hardcore into nfts that's what was going on people were doing like hardcore um deep dives into like the the code of of the early projects and you know finding ways to capitalize on things well so are you saying that in order for a play to earn models to succeed you have to have like your loopholes covered and, and you have to have a great economic eco, uh, you know, economist you really have to like really it's like my opinion on it on is a like, nuclear fucking plant you always gotta you know have your p's and q's crossed from my limited knowledge what i think it is is that as soon as there's money to be made it gets exploited it gets exploited really really hard um until it's no longer profitable until there's nothing left to, to squeeze out of the lemon <laughs> so uh that's what i saw happen with crypto blades there was some money being made the coin went up and then the next thing you know everybody had fifty thousand accounts you, you'd go on youtube and, and try to watch a, a tutorial video and the people were going through like countless wallets that they were all running in like simultaneously and that just drained the money they weren't reusing the money they were pulling that money out of the ecosystem and, and selling it for eth or us dollar yeah, you coin gotta, you gotta recycle fiat. that money back in the ecosystem you gotta burn it somehow you, you need to incentivize the spending yeah. of the coin yeah. you, you gotta not have the money being leached out of the system and dropping the value of the coin and then people not wanting to play because they're they're at a net negative at the end of the day it's costing you money to to roll the dice instead of earning you money which is the whole point of play to earn it's not pay to play it's play to fucking earn so it's finding a system that can actually subsist for forever preferably or for a longer period of time um yeah and and to cover your ass for for exploitation or multi-accounting that's why i like stepping you have to literally walk an hour to generate these uh use your energies to generate the gst token there's no way to around walking for an hour i know some people try to game it in a sense by putting you know their phone in their car but you know with the haptic uh you know machine learning hopefully this is uh, not going to get exploited so i love that you use your energy like that uh to, to to gain some type of incentive keep using that energy uh someone said wolf game question mark <laughs> there there's a uh, go go ahead walsh i saw you were gonna say something Oh, I was just going to react to the wolf game comment. I mean, they did well for a while. I, I fucking minted a wolf and I sold it way too early. But regardless of that, I think that wolf game somehow outlasted a lot of the other play to earns, regardless of the fact that I wasn't a fan just because of Beanie's involvement. But uh, I don't know. Is wolf game still making money? Uh, that, that's what I was going to say. Um, oh, at the retreat. Yeah, yeah. Willis, is still, Willis is still on it. He has like wool locked up. He has his stuff and. The only reason he was actually considering selling was because he wants to kind of go even harder. He was doing what I recommended like a month ago or whatever with the other side lands. He's doing the, I think he has like 10 or 12 floor other deeds that he just has on looks rare. 
at like 1.1 or 1.2 and he's just earning the looks every day and if it sells it sells we'll just buy another one and he was thinking of doing that he said he was making like an ether uh, around an eth a week doing that with with 10 of the other deeds um on looks rare and he uh earns money from wolf game but he's making more from other deeds at the moment doing the, doing the looks rare thing so he, he was considering selling some of his assets obviously the wolves locked so he's not gonna be able to get that out at the moment but uh and go from there. Yo, there's so many ways to fucking skin a cat here. I love cats, though. Yo, Metamori, what, what uh, uh, any thoughts on the play to earn way and how you see it? Are you frozen? No, he's just readjusting. He got his bike off, though. But um, I did, I send everybody a link. If you look at your DMs, Young, uh, in Discord, there's a game, NFT 2040 Arena. And it, uh, it actually has a, about 11 seconds of gameplay looks really really good it um basically it's a uh, work in progress obviously um you do a 10 minute match no respawn staked ETH pool and different play styles get the rewards and um you can get like bounty kill collect 30 percent of the down players entry so basically you're you're fighting each other to get each other's ETH. holy smokes uh, i think i ha aren't these those crates yeah, I'm just laughing at Mori. I'm sorry. No, I know he's straight frozen. But aren't those those crates that uh NFT? Is that is this is this a product out right now? Crates? You hear, you hear me, Desktop? No, I was just fucking with you. Yeah, it's a uh, again, it's a work in progress. Uh, they do dev updates in the Discord. Anybody can join the Discord. Um, they have a light paper that's available. I don't know exactly when it is gonna be playable let me see yo that looks pretty decent i'm looking at the, i mean yeah yo, 11 seconds. looks decent i know they're going for point one this was like three months ago when i invested in that crate but it's nice to see them going up maybe i'll put up some more it's beautiful but, yeah it's pretty tight because with this one they'll have a free game mode which will you know, anybody can play and then they'll have the mercenary mode which will be you deposit ammo which i think is like away from someone holy shit well, I'm still waiting for any fucking game to get launched. Just got to throw that out there. I've bought a it, couple it, NFTs from like you were, game previews like this, and I've yet to fucking play one. <laughs> it, and it all, and the funny thing is we only need one game that kind of fucking takes off. We only need one goblins at the moment or one fucking, you know, it doesn't even have to be board apes. It just has to be something that just fucking catches enough of a community that people can play have fun. Just like even the, um, not as basic as the board ape mobile game, but just something that is out works. People are making money, like stepping, and and there's no like fucking flaws in it at the moment where they can just rock out. If there, there's a leader in that, especially like a first person shooter or third person shooter, then then we're gonna start seeing the collective yeah, of and then we're gonna start seeing else. those cynics go away and start playing the game, and then we'll be friends with them. On no, YouTube. I'll never be friends with them. I think that what we could really benefit from is another mass adoption event. Like I think that Top Shot was a major catalyst. To the the overall nft scene you think we'll get back. another catalyst like that i don't oh, know yeah. man that's the thing like i don't know what it would have to be like gary v um i i'm i like gary v a lot of people don't but i mean i like gary v i think that he was the reason for a lot of adoption as well because he has a lot of followers and um a lot of them hopped on board because gary v recommended it what if the mass adoption event is midnight society dr disrespect just saying I mean, if he's able to on-ramp a bunch of gamers and like get get gamers that were once opposed to the NFT scene involved in NFTs and maybe, you know, uh, 
people like Ubisoft or if Blizzard got involved with NFTs, that would be epic. Blizzard, epic. It, that would epic. be amazing. You just said epic. Epic Games. There we go. If they, you know, there's there's that a couple different a even even with the mobile games like uh, what's the LEO trades with that imposters, which is basically like a, a build off spawn of uh, Among Us, but it, it's going to have other player games. You buy the NFT, you own the player, and then you throw that player into the whatever match it is, the imposters or or the battle royale stuff. Yo, Metamori, what game will it take for mass adoption for people? You know, is it a first person shooter? Is it a, a APG? What 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 do you think? You're muted. <laughs> yeah, his face is so funny. Are, oh, is your is your like the, VR? He literally he... took like three shots of whiskey. Nah, he hit the he hit the vape. Holy smokes, Mori! <laughs> Dance, Sorry baby. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. What was the question? What's oh, the... Okay, so like a catalyst. I I do think that I think that the the doc has potential. Obviously, he has a huge following. There's potential there. Um, like I said, I do plan on getting into into that, his his NFT game. I, I would definitely want to check it out and see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not sure what what other things would would be a catalyst or what, what could uh, get more people on board. I think over time, it's just a matter of projects you know like Huxley I think is that they're going to be building out multiple layers to, to to in the sense that they're they're a multimedia project that incorporates NFTs and there are numerous projects that are doing that type of thing that I think will for those who are patient and have conviction in in those projects I think will will uh you know i think they'll reap the benefits of that um so it, i've i've loved seeing the goblins having fun uh, yeah. but that that has not been something that i've i've gotten into but that's de there definitely is a huge element uh seems to be an element of the market that is just hunting for fun and fun is is very valuable in this space and i think that that's a big part of why we're in the projects we are in is because of the fun we have with each other and with the other people that are in those in those communities well but yeah they you, you, you yeah i didn't think about it yeah people want to have fun they want to have fun they don't want to think mm -hmm. about the bear market they don't want to think about war they they want to nah. just exist in this in this uh and you know in a good place so yeah hopefully we get some fun very soon i think i'm having fun in the dojo fun with you guys you guys got to talk to me more okay shit <laughs> we do need more fun special okay we do need more fun in the world fun is coming all right it's not all yeah. charts and data and and, and fucking uh, liquidity pools it's more there's more fun to have there and I, and I know wall street might you might have some great fun on with liquidity pools it's mostly stress. <laughs> <laughs> make the money, make the money, make the money. It's just like, don't fucking lose me the money. Jesus. No, it's yeah, it's mostly stress, man. Uh, liquidity pools are great, like in a down market like this, because sometimes you get high volume periods where people are trading ETH for US dollar coin because they're trying to secure their secure their gains before the market dips. So 
when that's going on, you have an opportunity to seize those rewards, those reward fees that you generate from, from providing the liquidity. But um, when the price of ETH leaves your range, and like what happened to me two days ago, the price of ETH shot up out of my range by $150. And I was looking at like 15,000 US dollars worth of impermanent loss. That wasn't fun. <laughs> so I just forgot about it. I went to bed. I lived that through the next play. day. I went to bed again. Two, it took like 48 out. hours. And then eventually ETH dropped back down into my range. I closed the position, took my profits, put them right into my bank account. And I was laughing. But yeah, liquidity He's like, got him. He's like, got him. It was definitely <laughs> stressful. It was not necessarily fun until I cashed it out. Oh, exactly. Until it's in the bank, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Speaking but of having fun, said that, DeFi. I was just going to say, like DeFi, I always say this, but DeFi is something I'd recommend learning. Just like learn what's available for financial uh, financial services or financial products on uh, on Ethereum, because some of them, what does your bank give you? Like 2% a year in your savings account? You can make that, you can make 2% a day if you're, if you're good at LPing. And that adds up, that adds up very quickly. Yeah. Um, guys, I, speaking I of fun. I truly recommend learning. Uh, speaking of fun, uh, we're coming on the end of the stream, and I got some fun to do, guys. I feel like we touched touched a lot of topics. Uh, goblins, Nate from uh, you know we had can't stop visit us from Beta TV. Uh, we had new members in the chat. Uh, shout out to Prodigy, I see you in there, man. All the McCrushin, uh, Rocky Jam, Vlad City, uh, really really good stuff. I had fun today. Uh, NFTs could seem like a carnival, a big state fair sometimes. A lot of shiny signs, a lot of fun activity games that uh, take your money, but sometimes you get a teddy bear. Like it, 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 it's the essence of the carnival here. So sometimes follow the flashy lights, but stick to the game where you know how to play. Like uh, what is that one uh, with the with the throwing the baseball and hitting hitting the things that sit on the. Uh, I was that? best at that one too. When you just chuck the baseball, chuck you the use it at the models. Knew what you're good at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. what you're good at. Speaking of doing what you're good at, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I uh, got a gift for all of you, and I'm going to mm. show you on the second screen. Uh, the homie Sicko decided he wanted to give Metamori something. He was like, Yo, Young, can we go half and half on this for Metamori? And I'm like, If I'm going to go half on Metamori, I got to go half on Wall Street, and we got to go half <laughs> on Deadstock. You just can't go one on one, <laughs> you know? This, you'll create jealousy in a family feud. Oh um, no, we can't have, we can't have the family. <laughs> so much jealousy. You guys, you guys should know what's happening next. But I did get you guys in an individual ape reunion that I think looks just like you, and we're gonna show it to you now. Hey. And uh, Walsh, your shit is covered. Amazing, Fuck. Bro. That's dope. Hold on. Alert box covered. <laughs> I see the little one. Okay, there we go. Hey, I like it. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. It means you got, a lot. You got Metamori. He's missing his eye, but this has a monocle. I would I would assume you'd be wearing it <coughs> like that this summer. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, and you got the beret. I don't know if you're French have, or background yeah. French or whatever. I love I love the floral shirt. I'm not gonna lie. And then he does I, love. <laughs> I got Deadstock because he's always wearing a hoodie. Oh, nice! I'm smoking. I don't know if you have any earrings oh, yeah. on, bro, but that has your skin tone. You're very chill and just chill, just like the, the coolest nah, guy. But in the you world. know, I you know I like That's to smoke. Me. 
That's me, baby. I got Hell you because yeah. you wear beanies in the winter and you got that camo. You're a hunter deep down and you smoke, dude. So it's like, fuck. And, 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 and your eyes are closed because it represents when you fall asleep at night after staring at the screen for hours and you're so high in the chair. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, young. That's very kind of you, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, you gave me the big paper union maxi. I believe in what they're doing. The free mint, 2% royalties, great devs. I'm going to meet them in, in New York. Um, they have a really great community that has bought a lot of toys for the dojo and, uh, they love the, they love you guys as far as you OGs. Uh, they especially love metamorphic for some reason. I don't know why, but, uh, How could you not? <laughs> All right. It's so easy. Um, but I'm going to be sending that to you guys. Well, I, I guess, appreciate yeah. what you guys bring for the space. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you got to give your homies gifts. Kind of Thank you, brother. Too. Very grateful. And, the best, uh, man. We, we, speaking on everyone, we definitely appreciate that. It was very big of you. Awesome, brother. I really appreciate it. For sure. Guys, this <laughs> this is the part of the stream where I give you all the gong. You say something wise, you say something dumb, you can say anything, uh, whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Deadstock the last word. It's going to go Metamori, Walshman, Deadstock to keep things fair. Uh, here goes the gong, Metamori. And we'll turn up the uh, the lo-fi a little uh, a more so we can feel the vibe together. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to do this stream all together. I enjoy doing this with y'all, and I really get a lot out of this being able to get together with like-minded people and talk about things like the different projects and i like that our interests align as well as we have a great variety of knowledge so i get to learn a lot from you guys in these um chats as well as in, in the discord in the dojo <clears throat> anyone listening make sure you check out young's dojo toys if you want to hop in the dojo well, only 15 shame, left shameless show there um thank you young for the for the ape reunion it's perfect i love it thank you so much i love having as you know i love having a, a blue theme in all of my favorite nfts so it's a perfect addition it'll be a perfect addition to my vault um and i just think for everybody just just try and make sure you have a healthy balance whatever you're doing make sure you get some exercise in i've been exercising more and, and resting better and it's, it's helping me all around and I highly recommend doing the same. I'm enjoying having fun with everybody in, in the streams and the spaces and the discord. And I just really enjoyed being here and being amongst this community with you guys. I appreciate all of you. Love y'all. How, how can people serve you more metamori? Like what, what do you, what do you need? Like just have fun and tell somebody you love them. He, he, he survives on love. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. But like he has two hearts instead of one. A one virtual. for his PFP and one for his human form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, that's my, my metaverse heart. <laughs> yeah, you're the man, bro. You inspire so many. Uh, um, while she hears the gong, prepare for it. Play this gong sound over a thousand times. Right on, guys. <laughs> it's good to finally get to talk to you guys again on stream. It's been a, been a couple of weeks. 
thank you very much, Young, for the the ape reunion. That's that's fucking awesome of you, dude. So yeah, for this week, I don't know. I'll keep it short. Um, making money, obviously, it's great. Making money's awesome. But uh, some of the most valuable things that I've drawn from the space are the interactions I've had with other people. So if you're into NFTs and you're you're diving into learning different things about crypto and DeFi, find out what it is that you're most interested in. Learn a lot about it and try to interact with people that are also into that kind of stuff because you can you can really gain a lot out of developing friendships from from people in this space even though these are people that you might never meet in in real life you might never meet them in person um a lot can still be drawn from from these online friendships and these online connections you never know what's going to result from a, a friendship that you've you've made online it could be a job it could be you know a friend that you meet up with someday down the road you, and becomes a lifelong friend you just never know so that's my advice is to to kind of find your niche and and make friends within that niche and develop those friendships and, and that network so with that i'll pass it off to dead stock and yeah it's great being back guys take care Jeez, what a fucking noble man would you need anything <laughs> from the community dude anything i'll uh i'll just do the mori and and just tell them i need love send me love Laura Zombie says, we love money, but we just like greed, learn, live, touch grass. Uh, sage advice. Walshy, sage advice. I think that says sage. Um, the gong for the only one and only the dead stock. OG. Appreciate it. Uh, just like Maury and Walshy said, definitely appreciate the ape reunion. I, I love it. And I'll, I'll represent it with pride. And um, since they covered the foundational stuff, you know, the love, the get outside, the make sure you're paying attention to everything outside. Um, it's been a while since we've all gotten together, so I'll just cover a couple of quick things for what I've read an article on tips for NFT collections and then finish it off with um, something that I feel like we all love, some video games. And so there was a tweet probably like maybe last month, I believe, where two professors analyzed almost 700 NFT collections and over 300,000 wallets, and they basically found six uh, tricks or you know things that were available that they noticed based on the information obviously there's like a 40 page thing we're not going to do 40 pages we'll make it quick so the dude from uh, university of chicago and from temple u they worked together and after looking at these 3,000, 300,000 wallets they noticed one people don't give a shit about roadmaps they said on average uh after seven days uh after 28 days uh projects with roadmaps are down while projects without roadmaps are up and they said they they were surprised by that um they say avoid derivatives unless it's an ape they said on average, you don't want to be fucking with no derivatives um, unless it's a hype cycle. We're seeing that now with goblins. Still got to be careful. Goblin girls, uh, zombie, zombie town, you know, town. Uh, all the other. Yeah, exactly. Just be careful with those because they say on average, those derivatives, while they do pump initially, are down over 60 to 70 percent after, um, you know, three, three weeks to four weeks. Um, avoid in most scenarios, 3D art unless backed by solid team. Uh, an example would be Clonex, but if you notice a lot of stuff that is 3D art, not successful. Um, Ape and animations and music, that's where Ape Union would obviously come into. We have a fun community, uh, pixelated, they're putting animations to it, and I'm sure somebody's probably put music to it. Plus, we have a lot of people in the dojo and outside that can hook that up with the production, you know, uh, Dome and everybody else. Uh, and then also, finally, Ape into artists. Um, I wanted to bring it back to this because we have a ton of people here that are not building 
the next 10K project, the next 5K project, the next pump and dump. But we do have solid artists, uh, whether they're friends or people that we follow or that we're aware of, that are putting out solid work. And it doesn't necessarily have to be one of one. But when you invest into these people, the people that are investing into them are people that truly believe in them. And if you want to get a win-win, make some money, but also support a person, get into smaller projects, smaller artists, because they are the ones that are probably going to give you the largest returns over time. They have loyal followings and they're putting out something that honestly, you shouldn't even worry about making money off of it. Just buy because you like it. And if it does well, um, a, a lot of people, I can mention like GOT, she's she's doing her, her project now, which uh, I'm probably not going to be part of, but I see her hyping it up. It's going to be with the ninjas and everything. And she's done a lot of artwork that I really like. And I've talked to her personally. She's, she's in Canada too. I think she's in Toronto though. And um, and so so that's my hey. take on that. A represent she represents she travels a lot. She she went to L.A. Fuck she was uh, down in Florida. Uh, well, you know, it doesn't have to be the Blue Jays, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's funny you say that because uh, while she's going to be going to a uh, Blue Jays game probably Yankees, next bro. week. Fuck, you always get a you get always get a uh, number as a Yankee fan. Uh, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan, baby. But um, and then finally to conclude, um, there was the state of play for PlayStation for the video games uh, recently, and so. A couple games that are going to be coming out that I'm personally interested in. Uh, Street Fighter VI, mm. if you guys like fighting games, um, they're going to be coming out with uh, Final Fantasy XVI. Uh, all of these are 2023. Um, and, and a few other games. Horizon, if you, if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, Spider-Man is supposed to be getting remastered and put on PC. I know some of you are going to be building up new PCs. And, you know, so these will be some fun games that you guys can end up playing. Resident Evil 4 has a remake coming out that will be released next year. And I can go on for a while, but um, just figured... We went with the love. We went with the, uh, the passion. I wanted to finish off with a couple little insight. And uh, that is my take. Thank wow. you. Wow. Special K says, thanks for sharing. Learned something new again. That's wild that you said that people don't care about romance. I do. But I guess the general, um, the mind hasn't developed in NFTs that well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if you, if you, I think the biggest thing people are looking for other than a roadmap besides a roadmap is delivering, um, community engagement. It's fun. Well, I mean, Walshley and Maury brought it up and you brought it up earlier. The goblins, they're just fun. They go to the spaces. They're just arr, arr, burger, PP sauce, all that shit. And it's funny. And, um, and people love it. And so they went from point one, they're around six and a half. And we want to say, I mean, we saw it with the board apes minted for 0.08 community got behind everything. We just went ham and we see what happened with that. And then the team de delivered. So I think the next step for goblins in this particular case is will they deliver? And for any project, you know, are they going to deliver? Do they have anything malicious in the background we don't know about? Zagabond, AK, you know, that type of shit. And and we ride the wave because uh, that's how these cycles go. Well, do we? Do you need anything from uh, the community? That's up. Uh, you need anything? Um, I just about, I just about need you guys. Sandwich. I love a pastrami sandwich. Uh, no, I just need you guys to uh, keep rocking out, keep looking out for each other, keep uh, building up the community, and, and, and honestly, keep having fun. And like Laura mentioned earlier, don't be afraid to, uh, some people like to go outside to have fun, some people like to stay in. Don't be afraid to take time away from the computer bottom line and, and do other things that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Well, drink that, that box was a, wine that's in your ca cupboard. That's that was a roundabout I mean, way of Deadstock saying that he also needs love. I love love. And I love you guys. Hearts in the and chat. I appreciate. Um, I'll <laughs> say this for my key advice. I remember what eight months ago. Uh, there's a lot of new people in the dojo. A lot of new people coming into NFTs. Uh, you, you know, you can look at others' wallets and, and get jealous or be like, "Why 
haven't I had a 10x or why haven't I, this has happened to me? I need a W. And I remember literally six months ago calling Deadstock when Bored Apes was rising. I said the same goddamn thing. And he told me to be just be patient, double down on your conviction. It's going to work. And, it, and it, it definitely did. So for all the people who ha are doubling down on their Huxley bags, their Avery unions, their Wazi verses, whatever the fuck it is, these one on one artists, just know that you're making the right decision. Uh, we sometimes you, you can't say a phenomenon happens multiple times. Lightning doesn't strike multiple times, but you can definitely build brick by brick a castle if you continue to lay those bricks. So uh, take your time and things change in a flash. And uh, if you really want the community to succeed, um, play a position in the community. Uh, that's what I'll say. Uh, we're going to make it. We're strong together. Uh, separate, separate, the, the separate narrative is the illusion. And uh, I, I uh, really appreciate everyone's time and energy today on uh, the episode 56 of NFT Guru Talking Show. With that being said, Live the dream, eat ice cream, and above all, boys, stay. Content. Don't forget to pitch your tent. Yeah, don't, don't forget, forget to pay. Don't uh, forget to pay your rent. One of those pay your rent. Things. Stay content. God damn it. All pitch right. Your Later, homies. <laughs> Grandma.